Welcome to the Expat Cast. This is the podcast where expats get together to share stories about fitting in, standing out, and every little mishap on the journey to feeling at home abroad. I am your host, Nicole Palazzo, and normally an episode will be me sitting down with a fellow expat to swap ideas, share stories, exchange resources, all about living abroad. But today, since it's the first and introductory episode, I want to turn the tables on myself so I put myself in the hot seat. As you'll hear in this episode, I'm an American living abroad in Freiburg, Germany. Um, I talk about how I came to make that decision to move abroad. And actually, a lot of that decision has to do with my boyfriend, who happens to also be my producer for this podcast, Gordon Eisenach. So he was kind enough to step in um, out of the booth and in front of the mic and join me in conversation this episode so that you could get to know both of us, our team behind the X. Pat cast. Um, as you'll hear, he is half German, half American, so he's got his own unique spin on uh, what abroad even means um, as he grew up biculturally. Um, I mentioned in the episode that you might not hear me interview him again because he's not technically an expat, but um, I find his experience of growing up in the two different countries hugely interesting and very relevant to the expat experience. If you agree and you would like to hear more from him, please do let me know. Um, otherwise, this episode is really just going to go over what the expat cast is, who it's for, who I am, how I got here, and our expectations for season one. And at the end, we have our very first Zack, 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 which is our rapid-fire question round that wraps up every episode. Um, all right, I won't spend too much more time introducing the introductory episode. Um, <laughs> I think you guys will have a lot of fun with it. I know we had a lot of fun making it. We we talked, we, we sang, we talked about conspiracy theories. All the good stuff is in there. So without further ado, I'll let the episode do the talking. All right, welcome to the Expat Cast. I am here with a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? I can go in for that. I am Gordon Eisenach. I am your partner in crime <laughs> in life and on this podcast. So I'm the the sir who you can sometimes hear in the background typing on a keyboard or coughing or making some sort of rustling sound. So I am currently producing the Expat Cast for your lovely host, Nicole. <laughs> That's who I am. We live here in Freiburg, Germany. This is exactly why I wanted to do this, because I figured I'm going to reference you mm -hmm. several times. Um, and why not make it clear... Who I am. Who you are. And, and how, who you are, too. Yeah, and who I am, too. <laughs> well, hey, listen, this is your podcast. People are coming here to listen to you and other people. So why don't we just jump headfirst into these questions? Let's do it. Does that sound so good? So we're going to turn the tables a little right now um, so that y'all can get to know me. Um, but Gordon's going to be interviewing me in conversation with me so that you can also get to know him. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, real easy. What is the expat cast? The expat cast is a podcast about expats for expats by expats. <laughs> so it's going to be a place where different um, people who live abroad can come share their story, how they got here, why they got here, where they are, how that happened, both technically in terms of sharing resources and um, making the processes that they went through a little bit more clear. Um, but then also just sort of talking about how this works, like how they've 
come to be fulfilled here or not? And what does that feel like? And what does that look like? What are some things that they've tried um, to assimilate to their new culture? Or what are things they're missing about home? Really just running the gamut. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Well, what is it for? So my goal with this podcast is um, a couple different things. I think it could be enjoyed by anyone who's thinking about making a move abroad. Um, you're going to hear a lot about Germany because I live in Germany and that is who is most convenient to get access to. Um, so definitely anyone who's interested in German culture or thinking about moving to Germany or also Germans, um, I think it could be very valuable for them. I think it can be hugely valuable for other expats. So my real reason for starting this was because I moved abroad and started feeling like there's so many things that I'm going through that I'm having conversations in person with other expats about, but there's nowhere that I know of that I can go to and and hear these stories from other people or have a wider sense of community. Um, in these moments when I've talked to people and felt like, oh my God, you go through that same struggle. Like I'm not the only one, or you have a really good tip that can help me get through this. Um, those are the things I wanted to speak to. So I want it also to be community for other expats all around the world, not just in Germany. Um, and then third, I think it should also be for, um, this is going to be broad, but really anyone who's interested in hearing stories about other people's lives. So there's definitely a little bit of, um, you know, this ability to see what life's like from someone else's perspective. And maybe you're not the kind of person who wants to live abroad, but you might want to hear what that's like and what people are learning about their home countries from being away, what people are learning about themselves, about the world, um, all of it. Okay. You've interviewed plenty of other expats now living here in Germany. Would you say the experience of being an expat in Germany or in general, let's just go with Germany for now, um, is completely unique to each person or is are there a lot of reoccurring things that people experience that people go through um, that can like sort of give person give someone a real picture of how it's going to be? compared to just it being uniquely to that one person? I think it's definitely a mixture. So what I've observed is there are a lot of moments throughout the episodes that we've recorded so far where we both feel this moment of like, oh my gosh, that happened to me too. Or I've also had that experience. Um, but at the same time, there's so many moments where it's like, oh, that's totally different than what I experienced. Um, especially with, in Germany, the um, Ausländer Behörde, so the immigration office, uh, they have strict rules, but they also can vary town to town or even agent to agent, depending on who you're talking to. So things as simple as getting a visa can look 12 different ways for 12 different people. Um, things like getting a job, totally different person to person, but the struggles you go through and the feelings you go through very well may be consistent. So I don't think anyone should come here thinking they're going to get a very clear, solid expectation of what that life might look like, but I think you can get broad strokes. Definitely. Well, I think a lot of people who are going to be listening to this also in the future episodes are going to see the or experience how it is moving to Freiburg, Germany, in this case, um, out of the eyes of a lot of different people. And I think now we have the chance to see how it is through your eyes. So how it's your unique experience and, you know, everything, how you felt. So, I mean, the basic start is who are you and how did you get to Germany? Yeah, so you're going to hear a lot of different references to my journey throughout the episodes, um, but to give you sort of groundwork. So yeah, my name is Nicole Palazzo. I am 
26 years old and I've been living in Freiburg at the moment for about 10 months. Um, we've recorded this sort of throughout my anywhere from yeah, seven, eight month mark through to today and we'll keep going beyond that. So um, you'll you'll sort of pick up on, on different moments of my journey. But the broad strokes of that are, um, uh, yeah, so I uh, grew up in Philadelphia start there. Um, I moved to South Carolina for college and then worked there for a couple years afterwards. While I was in college, actually, I had my first experience in Europe, which was a month-long study abroad in um, a lovely town called Spoleto in Italy. Of course, I was sad to be going back home after this amazing adventure, but I mostly was just like, there's something more here. And I'm not I'm not sure what it is, but I feel like I'm leaving something here beyond just like the the melodramatic, like, ah, oh, my heart's in Italy, you know? Um, so anyway, I went back to uh, the States, finished up school, worked for a couple years, and through a um, colleague of mine at work, I met you, Gordon. Really? <laughs> yeah, so Gordon and I met um, through some mutual friends and... Um, we hit it off. I was packing up my bags from South Carolina to move to Chicago, where I was headed for grad school. And Gordon, you were heading back to Germany, so you were just visiting in the States. Um, and that was supposed to be that. But um, several months later, we were still talking and um, just sort of falling in love. That's the short version of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, Cutting it down yeah. to a sentence. Ouch. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we um, accidentally fell in love, I think, I think you could say. And um, after I finished grad school, so I was in Chicago for two years, um, got my master's in library and information science. Um, I had a lot of awesome job opportunities in Chicago, and I made a really tough decision to say no to all of them. And um, I had one job offer in Germany and it was for like not even a real job <laughs> um, but for me I wanted it was important to take advantage of this moment in my life where um, you know I didn't want to start a career in America and then be stuck in it and then you know find out two years from now that Gordon and I really are meant for each other and we want to be together and now I have to leave my established successful career behind um, I think that would have been really hard on me um, so I wanted to try moving to Germany sooner. I wanted to try it right after school before I really had my my career set up. So I said yes to this, not really a job. <laughs> and um, yeah, we moved to Freiburg together. And here we are. Here we are. Sitting in Freiburg, talking <laughs> to microphones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's a quick overview of where I've been in life and, and how I ended up here. I mean, I would definitely say for me... I moved to Germany um, because of our relationship, but I, I hesitate to say that I moved here for the relationship um, because I think that puts a little bit too much too much pressure. And then also it's like too narrow-minded, you know? Like I wouldn't have moved to Germany if I wasn't already open to the idea of living abroad. Um, but because of that study abroad experience I'd had and that feeling that was nagging in me of like there was something more waiting for me, um, I I was open to the idea. And I'd taken German in college and always had this this feeling that uh, 
the German people and I would have much in common because they are very uh, straightforward and pragmatic in a way that I very much appreciated. <laughs> so yeah, there was some groundwork there and then our relationship just sort of happened and I decided to go with the waves of life, see where they let me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicole, what can we expect from season one? Season one's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be a lot of different voices. So uh, you're going to hear a couple people come back once or twice, but um for the most part, you're going to hear a variety of people from people in my age bracket. So like 20s, 30s, sort of exploring their life still to people more established who are more settled in their lives. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of Americans and it's going to be a lot of Americans living in Freiburg. And that's something that um, I think is an organic start for the expat cast. So the not real job that I took to get here um is at an American cultural center. So I'm meeting people all the time and having these interesting conversations with them all the time about, about our lives here. Um, and this podcast was a growth out of those conversations. So that's also a shout out to anybody listening who is an expat yes. outside of Germany. You know, someone maybe who's going to be moving soon and just wants to say like, hey, I want to I want to talk to you in two months time. Mm-hmm. How do they reach you? People can find me and the podcast on a couple different um, places. So the easiest and best I would point you to is uh, Instagram. So our account there is at the expat cast. Um, you can always leave a comment or shoot me a direct message if you are interested in coming on the show or if you have any questions that you think I could answer. Um, there's also a Facebook page and a Twitter at the expat cast for both of those. And the email address is the expat at gmail.com. Okay. So the expat cast, follow it. Do it now. <laughs> Do it now. Auto drops, nigga. Yeah. Follow us, like us, comment on us. I really, I think that's another thing I'm really excited about getting this out there because I want to hear from other people. Um, I want to build a larger community where we can all talk about these things. And I, those, those moments where you feel like you're not alone are so important and can get you by so much when you're in the hardest moments of living or living away from what you're used to. So, yeah. So I want to hear if people are having those moments. I want to hear if people are having questions. Um, what do you want people to take away from this? I want people to be able to make the make better use of the fact that we live in a digital age in a globalized society so there's so much about the world that we don't get to see when we stay where we're comfortable and i think a lot of people are um you know it's right for them to stay where they're comfortable that's the right choice um but that's no reason to put on the blinders and not listen to what's going on beyond um and that goes for me too so i've only taken this one step of moving from america to germany um, and I want to hear from more and more people about what it's like to move from South Africa to China, what it's like to move from Colombia to Iceland. You know, who knows? There's so much more out there. And I want us to all be able to listen to each other um, and find find the, the common ground and, and hear what we all have to say. Yeah. I think from Colombia to Iceland, it just gets really cold. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you've been here about now a year and... Um, that's why I can say, ask this question. Um, what was the first slash funniest moment that you had when you, when you were in Germany, where you noticed this isn't the U S this is a different culture. These are different people. Like they do stupid. (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss here, but they do stupid stuff. Like 
why when angels from whatever his face is what's his called the, the british sing songwriter what robbie oh robbie williams robbie williams yeah angels how every german just in as a choir if you played it on speakerphones throughout this whole entire country everybody would stand more people would stand up to sing that song than for the german national anthem quick uh, <laughs> quick work cross can you give us a little like a couple notes you know? no no what if people I need don't know what the song is well f- see it and you will know that it's great Robbie Williams and she offers me protection, lots of love and affection, affection, whether I'm right or wrong. See, the thing is that we sing this when we are drunk, and Germans tend to be drunk fairly often, having basically anything as an excuse to set up a big tent, put a bunch of long tables in it, live band, and beer out of one liter, which is about a third of a gallon for you. Uh, American folks <laughs> of beer in one glass in one hand with chicken and singing that song. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely a moment. And so we went to Oktoberfest in Munich this year and met up with some American friends. And um, I, I think I knew that song. I mean, I'd heard it, but like I thought it was one of those, I don't know, late 90s hits that flared out and uh, in the late 90s and, and never was to be heard from again. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're several leaders of beer deep and standing on a table singing and hugging people from God knows where. And every single person knows the words and all the words, not just the part. I mean, I don't, we still don't know the words right now. I, I was about to say, they don't know all the words, but they know the melody. And then yeah. they kind of go like, ah, yeah, you know, sort yeah. of like when you're listening to a song with headphones on and you're singing to it and in your head you got the music going and you're like, yeah, I'm so good. But yeah, everyone yeah. outside of you is just hearing you going like, patch, patch. Like, yeah. <laughs> you feel like you seem like a fool. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, that was a big moment where I was like, what the, what the heck is this place? <laughs> um, I think for me, what, like some of the most, and this, this is ongoing, but one of the most humbling moments for me, you're going to love this, Gordon. It's when I try to buy things from the store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so like, grocery shopping. I know enough German. I moved over here at the big... I was at the beginning of B1. So, learning a language, they mark it with A1, A2, our beginner. B1, B2 is intermediate. C1, C2 is uh, advanced. C2 is pretty much fluent. Uh, I was at the beginning of B1. So, I knew a decent amount of German. I'd spent some time in Germany before, Um Grocery shopping wasn't that scary because you can look at things and they mostly look the same. Um, so I had a pretty high confidence about, you know, doing doing the shopping. <laughs> and for the most part, it went well. But there would be moments where I'd go out for something specific. Like one time I wanted, I ran out of soap and I wanted to buy more body soap, you know, like for the shower. Three, three tries or more? Uh, two or three. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. I mean, I knew what I was supposed to buy and I would see it in the store, but then I would think, you know what, like this one next to it is cheaper and bigger and I would buy that and I'd get home, Gordon would look at it and say, that's bubble bath soap. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, I stand by the fact that soap is soap. It would have been just fine. It would have worked the same. It's just different marketing and they try to- If you're a dermatologist, please reach out to us right now. (laughs) I clearly need help. Yeah. Well, the other time you just got hand soap. Yeah, that was the first it. thing. So I wanted to buy bar soap because I prefer bar soap. It's less wasteful for the uh, like the packaging and it lasts longer. Um, so I tried to buy bar soap, but I, could, I couldn't find any. The only one I could find 
I was like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this is hand soap, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Cause what, a, like it's 35 cents. Like what a great deal. If this is real soap, I can use are, it. Are you sure it was hand soap? No. Yeah. I was just about to say. <laughs> so I bought the soap and I went, I mean, I think I went first to one of my coworkers and I was like, can you quick tell me what this is? And they were like, yeah, that's a, uh, that's hand soap. And I was like, do you think I can use it on my body and it would be fine? And they were like, probably not because it tends to dry out your hands more than body soap. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first try. Second try was bubble bath. And I think the third try, I just let Gordon go get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I asked for soap for Christmas and <laughs> I've still been using that. So I haven't had to buy it again. <laughs> The other greatest time was when I told you to go out and get cream cheese. I think, didn't we need, it was something goat cheese specific. No, it was, we needed just normal cream cheese. <laughs> and yeah, we needed cr- normal cream cheese. And at first you got um, whipped cream. <laughs> then you got goat cream cheese, which had like a very, spe- has a very specific taste. It's different than the than normal goat cheese, uh, the normal cream cheese. Yeah, it wasn't as creamy. It was yeah. a little thicker. Yeah, Germans are humongous on cream cheese, so it's not something from Phil- Philadelphia, the company that we throw on our fucking on our bagel. Um, <laughs> That's my my favorite thing. So I'm from Philadelphia, and a lot of people here don't necessarily know it as the former capital of America or the place where the Liberty Bell was rang. Maybe they would know Rocky, but the easiest way is like Philadelphia, like Philadelphia. The- <laughs> That's their commercial. Like yeah, every really? German knows it. Yeah. Yeah. I always say Philadelphia like the cream cheese and they're like oh yeah yeah (laughs) anyway yeah so I buy the wrong thing a lot and that goes on to this day I just the other day went to go buy ice cream and I wasn't really paying attention and I thought I got mint and then I licked it and it was cinnamon so (laughs) (laughs) so I do not have actually I don't have any tuck 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 okay well questions written down but I'm gonna do it anyway we're just gonna wing this okay wait but before we go there I want to ask you a couple questions oh yeah, or sure. just let's just lay out who you are a little bit because you um I'm probably not gonna interview you ever okay you're not an expat okay well the world's flat <laughs> let's start there we'll start there the world's <laughs> flat just so you know yep. the world's flat we're surrounded by <laughs> we're surrounded we're sur- you can't even say an it. ice a, wa- a wall of ice surrounds all land on this world so there so listeners a- gordon loves conspiracy theories <laughs> please send us your best ones yeah. if i had to describe myself i would probably go with that that i am fascinated by conspiracy theories not fascinated to the point where i read into them deeply and then learn them but i'm more fascinated about also the people who get get stuck on it like from chemtrails to tower seven like everything yeah I mentioned that you don't count as an expat, but do you want to tell us a little bit about your background? Okay, my background. Well, um, yes. So I grew up in between two countries. I grew up in Germany and I grew up in the United States because my mom was born in Illinois and my dad was born in um, Hessen, I think it is, in Germany here. It's like the, the state, essentially. Darmstadt is the city, so I grew up with a German dad and an American mom. And um, we've at first lived in Germany for a couple years, but at then at some point they wanted to move over to the United States. And then they did. And then my dad back to Germany and then parents were on both continents. And I had to move back and forth about every two years, I'd say two to three years on average. So I sort of got to learn English fairly decent, I find, and German fairly decent, just not my spelling and grammar. Cause that's just, 
ruinous. <laughs> Luckily, we're in an audio format, so oh, hopefully geez. they'll yeah. never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have that pretty unique experience of being truly of two countries. Um, what else should people know about you? You have your own podcast. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Well, it's it's a German podcast, and it's very small. So it's uh, it's it's not as active as the expat cast, so don't expect a lot of things out of it. But it's called Cosmo Public, and um, it's just basically everything for everyone. So um, we try to have each episode be, or the topic of each episode, sort of be dominated by the guests that we have on the episode. So if we'll have someone like a biotechnician, we're going to talk about all sort of biotechnical stuff, like from CRISPR onto um, just general biology and, and some interesting fun facts there. Or, or um, I've had some p- political people on the on the episode to just talk about society in general. So it's it's a it's a broad spectrum. Um, but through this, you have experience with podcasting, and so that's why Gordon has um, been so wonderful as to stand up and be uh, be our producer. So again, yeah, you'll, you might hear him in the background. You might hear me reference him in my personal story or journey. And I think yeah. you guys should uh, know a little bit about him. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if, since we are on a podcast about expats, um, saying coming from the standpoint of someone who's technically not an expat, but has moved and lived in between the United States and Germany basically all his life, getting to learn two cultures at the same time, growing up with two different cultures. It's also something different from just being raised in one and then being thrown into another when you're a grown-up. Um, I think it's important to say that um, things get mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you expect, sometimes you spend a long time in one place and you expect the culture to be that way, but then you come back to the other place and it's completely different and um sometimes you're always caught off guard so so growing up i did experience some of those things that some expats might experience when they're moving to a new country i've been like oh and uh yeah so i can i can definitely feel with people living in a new country definitely yeah yeah and um and you also have a lot of knowledge of both cultures so yeah. Gordon's also been a wonderful person to have around while we're doing these interviews because he totally gets where a lot of my American guests are coming from with certain things. Um, but also when we have a question about um, how long Kindergeld goes for to what age or um, yeah, what what is Waldmeister? Um, I'm the in-house cream. Wikipedia on German yeah. things. <laughs> You're a German expert. Yep. <laughs> You're our, our little go-between. Because um, so, so many people I know in the expat community are connected to either other expats or to Germans. And there's not many folks like you, Gordon, who, uh, <laughs> who are a little bit of both. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Okay. So then you were mentioning Zack, Zack, Zack. So each episode will go roughly as you guys have experienced right now. So... I'm going to sit down and talk to someone for a couple minutes and uh, ask them about their journey, where they came from, what they're up to now, how it's going. Um, And then towards the end, we're always going to wrap it up with a rapid fire question round called Zack, Zack, Zack. Gordon, do you want to explain what Zack, Zack, Zack is? Well, um, as our as our German expert, as as, let me. Yeah. So it it is in general. um, Zack, Zack, Zack would something would be something someone would say like. To hurry up or means like quick or just fast paced for like tuck 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 it's like um how should i say yeah it's just uh uh it the words don't have like a specific meaning like cheese is an object that's cheese you know what i mean it's tuck 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 is just an expression that uh 
people say, or we also have in German, Zicke, Zacke, Zicke, Zacke, Hoi, 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 which is more of like something that you would call out by drinking or at festivals or sports events and stuff, but it doesn't have any other meaning. Then it's just a chant slash shout, and Zack, Zack, Zack goes in that direction, and it, you know, sounds in a way that it has a high repetition already because it's Zack, Zack, Zack. Do you have a sentence? Like, what can you think of an example of when you would use Zack, Zack, Zack? Yeah, if I would tell someone to hurry up. So, um, it, like, let's say we're going somewhere and it's, you know, our usual Saturday. You've been done 30 minutes before me and I'm still putting on my makeup. And you say, Gordon, auf, los, zack, zack, zack. Wir wollen gehen. Yeah. Komm schon. Like, we want to go. Let's come on. Zack, zack, zack. Move on. Get get a move on. Something like that would be where I would use zack, zack, zack. Awesome. Or if I had to explain something that happened very fast. So I'm a big fan of martial arts and talking, like, let's say you're talking about boxing. Like, zack, zack, zack. Just in a way of describing like the movements or whatever when you're talking about it. So something like that. Speed, fast repetition. Which is why it's the perfect title for our rapid fire question round. Rapid fire question so round. So I ask our guests um, three questions and tell them to give me their gut answer. Don't think it. Don't overthink it. Um, and I ask Gordon to turn the tables on me today and give me some zack, zack, zacks. Okay. Are you ready for the first question? Zack, zack, zack. What's your favorite German store? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Um, it was a really great dollar store, Euro store, where they had a bunch of garbage and it all cost a euro, and that's like my dream. Mega Max. It was just called Mega Max. Mega Max. Yeah, it was Mega Max. Yeah. Mega Max. I don't think it's much of a chain. It probably is an all around Germany. It's just one little store. Yeah, that was my. That specifically is my favorite store, but in general, like Euro stores where they sell garbage for a euro, it's my favorite. <laughs> okay. If I had, if I gave you a hundred euros now and said, I want you to spend these 100 euros on some German cultural activity, which counts sporting events, festivities, whatever, what would you spend the hundred euros on? Easy. Uh, hiking shoes. Hiking shoes? Yep. Because everyone has them because everyone goes hiking all the time. I also go hiking often, but I don't have them. And hiking in Keds has been miserable, and I think it would really open me up to longer hikes. Um, and it would be, yeah, that's a that's a huge cornerstone cornerstone of uh, of German culture. Okay, last question: Who do you think is the most humorous German you've ever seen or met? Oh, I mean, do you? Can I say you? I mean, I'm half American. Yeah, right. So I don't know if it counts. So I have parts of that humor. Yeah, in me. I, I am deeply amused by, um, uh, actually, Gordon's godmother. She sends me really ridiculous memes on WhatsApp, where it's like a really long message about like women and women are great women are great send this to 10 women or all women in the world will die tomorrow these like scare chain mails from like the early 2000s that people used to email around like she's still on them and she's on them on whatsapp and she sends them to me often and it kills me every time i love it that's it that was suck 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 thank you for the suck suck sucks no problem do you have any any last any last words? Do I? I don't have any last words. Well, I just want to say thank you for um, being along on this journey with me. And thank you specifically for being along on this current episode with me. I'm glad that we got to introduce both of us to our podcasting audience. And I am so excited to share it with the world and get the season going.
There you have it, folks, the first episode of the Expat Cast. You got to know me, you got to know the show, and now it's my turn to get to know you. So head over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Expat Cast. I'll make a special post on Instagram just for this episode, so please head there and let me know who you are, where you're from, where you're living now, what you liked about the episode, what you want to hear more of. Definitely subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get the next episodes. I would love to see some ratings and reviews. And while you're at it there, go ahead and subscribe to Gordon's podcast, Cosmo Public Podcast, especially if you can speak German. <laughs> I want to thank Sidehug who contributed our theme music. You can check them out on Instagram at a hug from the side. And I want to thank Amy Lungi Art for designing our awesome, awesome logo. Next week, we're going to be talking about language course visas. So if you're interested in learning a language while living in the country that speaks that language, this is a good one for you. Definitely check it out. And until then, Palazzo out.